Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host El Ray discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, the Simpsons guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Oh, hoy hoy, everybody. Um, We're at work right now. Yes, our first remote location. <laughs> we're just killing some time yes. before some things we got to do. Yes, uh, we're building bridges and stuff, all I, that good I stuff. I think this is the second time we've recorded in this situation. Second time? I think so. Mm-hmm. I know we've done one for sure. Might have, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, we've done one. I yes, know. We haven't done these remote locations much, but when we do, it's usually at work. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, we are here to talk about the next episode of The Simpsons Saga, which is titled A Millhouse Divided. So, finally, a Thrill House centric episode. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh-huh. This is the sixth episode in the eighth season of The uh, Simpsons. And it originally aired December 1st of 1996. And so far, the epic eighth season. Yes, it has been rather epic. <laughs> and uh, we will start with the traditional chalkboard and couch gags only. There's no chalkboard gag. Yes. Okay, so what's three in a row now? Three in a row. In this, yeah, but we do have, of course, a, uh, a couch gag. The family runs onto the couch, and Bart looks different, right? He's glowing. He's green. But... If those of you that are old enough to remember, it looks like back in the day when your TV signal wasn't that great, mm-hmm. right? So what does uh, Homer do? He starts fiddling with the TV, and Bart changes color, right? So then Homer just finally gives Bart a good whack on the back of the head, and he comes back to normal. That's what we used to do back in the day to fix our TVs. Just give it a little, little whack, smack. yep. Sometimes, it, so sometimes you didn't want to be gentle. Sometimes you just wanted to... Get that thing to work and you smack the hell out of it. Yep. And sometimes that's how people used to fix their kids, too. Yeah. <laughs> Not a crazy smack, just a little, hey. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Exactly, exactly. All right, so we're going to open up this episode at dinner with the Simpsons. Yes. But not, is, not at the dining table, though. No, no, no. They are at the living room, and they all have those little trays, the little fold-out trays which you can uh, sit and eat in front of the TV, and that's what they're doing. And this is one of my favorite, all-time favorite parts of The Simpsons ep- uh, at all, right? <laughs> uh, Homer is seen licking the, di- the dinner plate clean while he's trying to watch TV, and he says, Marge, can we get some clear plates? I can't see the TV. Yeah, wow. Yeah, after we saw this, my little brother started licking their plates clean, <laughs> just like Homer back in the day. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, but, of course, Marge doesn't like this. Marge is very, of course, family-oriented, and she's like, why, why do we need to watch TV while we're eating, right? Because they're getting food all over the place. And as she says that, I love this little scene here. Yes. A meatball falls onto the floor, and it falls right between Maggie... Santa's Little Helper, and Snowball 2. 
and we cool we get this cool scene where we focus in on each of them, right? It's like a little Mexican standoff. Yeah, so like Santa's little helper like licks his lips real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snowball too, is her her claws are like starting to grab Come the out. carpet, mm-hmm. yeah. And Maggie is just with her pacifier looking at them both, right? Mm-hmm. And so everybody's ready to pounce on it, and we just hear Homer yoink. Pick it off the floor with his fork and put it into his mouth. Yep. Disgusting. Yep. So Bart then says, if you really wanted us to be neater, you'd be serving us out of one long bowl. <laughs> and Bart is like, you're talking about a trough and we're not going to eat from a trough. And then she looks at Bart and she's like, and another thing, it's only 5.15. Why are you in your underwear? Bart's like, hey, this ain't the Ritz. Bart has a point. Yes. Now, um, you guys might be familiar with the troughs you see at the urinals. Yeah. Imagine eating out of one of those. Yeah. No, thank you. That's what pigs eat out of, guys. Yeah, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And so Marge tries to, instead of just watching TV, start a conversation, right? And so she talks to Lisa. And so Marge wants to talk to Lisa. And uh, Lisa, in a rare moment, is not into the conversation. Marge yeah. is talking to her and she's just staring at the TV like, uh-huh. Yeah, Marge asked Lisa how school was. And Lisa's like, school? It's not time for school. <laughs> not paying attention, uh-huh. right? And then we get into, I love this next part because Marge has had enough by this point. And she says, fine, I'm going to the dining room, dining room to have a conversation. If anybody wants to join me, they're welcome. And she walks off, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody else gets up. And then off screen we hear what? We hear, hello, Marge. How's the family? I don't want to talk about it. My your own business. And then we hear Homer, keep it down in there, everybody. <laughs> I love that. It's just Marge, and he just told Marge to shut the hell up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we cut to later that night, and Marge and Homer are in bed, and they're talking. And then Marge asks Homer, if this is the way that he pictured married life, and Homer, in typical Homer fashion, goes, yeah, pretty much, except we drove around in a van solving mysteries. <laughs> this guy wanted to join Scooby-Doo, I guess. Yep. But Marge, no, she wants a more social kind of thing, right? So she tells Homer, Homer, I want to throw a dinner party. Oh, I ain't having parties. The toilets always get backed up. <laughs> and Marge says, I don't care if the sink shoots sludge. We're having a party. So Marge has put her foot down. All right, so the next day we see them at the mall, and they're walking into this store called the Stoner's Pot Palace. And as they're walking in, Otto walks out. Yes. And he doesn't look happy at all. Yes, he is He is upset, and he says, that is blatant false advertising. <laughs> because I guess he thought he could find some pot at the Stoner's Pot Palace. But no, you see inside the store, it's pots and pans and kitchenware and rolling pins and all kinds of stuff. Like uh-huh. that, right? So great joke, right? Yes. Great joke. Um, I mean, that's, I got to say, guys, that's pretty risky and pretty impressive to get away with in 96. Yes. Back then, uh, it wasn't quite as relaxed. No, no, no. Now. So Mar- we see Marge browsing through the kitchen accessories it's just not a party without a melon baller. And we'll need a citrus zester, a ravioli crimper, ooh, an oyster mallet. But she looks at it closely and goes, made in the U.S.? No thank you. And she puts it back. 
Now, for those of you that don't know because you're younger, there was a time period there where things made in the U.S. were very, very poor quality. Yes, very shoddy. Mm-hmm. What so, we would uh, equate to the Chinese products today. Yep. And then we get to a cool scene here because we see Bart and Lisa and Maggie, right? And Bart says, hey, Lisa, check it out. Non-stick cookware, right? And this is big old pot, like a wok, uh-huh. right? And he drops Maggie into it, and she just slides up and down and falls back in like a like she's skating a half pipe. It's hilarious, yeah. right? And um, then Marge, of course, finds something that catches her eye. She goes, ooh, a punch bowl. Like that screams good taste. Wouldn't it be perfect for the dinner party? And Homer's like, ah, uh, we can't afford that. Who do you think I am, Liz Taylor? Man, that's a dated <laughs> yes, thing there. Yes, very dated joke, right? And Homer goes, Marge. Oh, no, no, because Marge oh, says, she oh, yeah, tells him, sorry. like, maybe we can use it once and then return it. She whispers to him, too, right? Yeah, and Homer just goes, Marge, we're not talking about a toothbrush here. That is disgusting. Yes, man. Homer is quite the disgusting guy. That is disgusting. Use it once and then return it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so... Sometime later, we cut to the Simpsons' house, right? And the house is very clean, right? The kids are all dressed nicely. Their hair's combed, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And Marge is there. Bart, company's coming. Go put doilies under the coasters. Hurry, hurry. Right? So she already got coasters, but she wants to put something under the coasters too, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, <coughs> God, the dishwasher alarm mm-hmm. goes off, yeah. and she opens it, and there are four toilet seats inside. And then Marge goes, Lisa, quick! Screw these back on. And Lisa tells her to calm down because the party isn't for another three hours. Marjorie goes, oh, good, oh, good. That'll give me time to add another coat of glaze to the ham. Now, she opens up the oven, (laughs) and she has so much glaze on this ham, it looks radioactive. Yeah. We see it glowing from within the stove. Yeah, even her eyes are squinting as she's putting another... Layer of glaze on it. Mm-hmm. Now, I bet that was delicious, by the way. It, it probably should be. <laughs> when something glows that dangerously. Woo. Yep. And so Marge is now doing the final checks around the house, right? She looks at the dinner table. She notices that the candles, one is longer than the other. So she improvises. She takes one, she bites the bottom off, and now they are even, right? So. I guess she didn't have a knife nearby. Yep. So as she inspects the kids, she, one person's missing. And that is, of course, Homer. So she screams out, Homer! And Homer's like, what? She says, are you ready? And then we see him in the living room. He's in his underwear, and he's playing with slot cars or train sets. Yeah, slot cars, the little race cars. Uh He's like, just got to put my shoes on. (laughs) Marge is just, the only thing I asked you to do for this party was put on clothes, and you didn't do it. At this point, doorbell rings, and Homer runs away in a hurry, while Marge tells Bart to take the guest's coat. Yep. And so it's the Lovejoys that arrive first, right? And Marge's like, Mom, Reverend Lovejoy doesn't have a coat. Should I let him in? And Reverend Lovejoy's like, My coat was stolen at last week's interfaith banquet. So I helped myself to a few of, their, of the better umbrellas. And he gives them the umbrellas instead. Yep. And the next one is the uh, Hibberts, right? So Julius Hibbert gives his fur coat to Bart. Well, as you can see, we don't believe fur is murder, but paying for it sure is. <laughs> uh, it must be nice to afford a fur coat. Yeah, yeah. One of those pink coats. Yeah, 
like mink or something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. And so then the Van Houten show up, right? And Kirk is already apologizing. Like, ah, sorry we're late. Luann had to put on her face. She doesn't want anyone to know she's got no eyebrows. And just then, Luann turns to look at him, and she's got two out-of-whack eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirk's just, and she's looking at him very upset, right? He's like, what? You don't. <laughs> Not something he's telling the public, buddy. Yeah, yeah. We can figure it out just by looking at Luann. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then while the children are having a party of their own in the other room, uh, we see Bart in the middle trying to get everybody's attention while the adults are in the other room eating and talking. Mm -hmm. And Marge goes, did anyone see the new Woodsy Allen movie? I guess that's Woody Allen. It's supposed Allen. to be Woody Allen, yeah. Uh -huh. And Ned's like, you know, I like him. I like his films, except for that nervous fellow that's always in them. Which is, of course, Woody Allen. Yeah. Right? So the only thing he doesn't like about Woody Allen films is Woody Allen. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. <clears throat> but there's still something not right with the Van Houtens, right? Luan goes, if you want to talk nervous, you should have seen Kirk deal with the high school boy kids who egged our Bonneville. Man, I haven't heard about a Bonneville in a yeah. while. Oldsmobile, yeah. Yep. And Kirk says, ah, I should have asked him to hurl some bacon. Then maybe I could have had a decent breakfast for once. Uber. And everyone just kind of like gets quiet and kind of looks at each other like, uh-oh. Kids, if you haven't been in that situation yet, you will one day. And it is quite uncomfortable. It is quite uncomfortable to see a couple arguing in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Especially people they don't really know. Mm -hmm. So Homer goes, you know what you two need? A little comic strip called Love Is. It's about two naked eight-year-olds who are married. Talk about inappropriate. Yeah, everybody's kind of like, okay, mm -hmm. right? And uh, so everybody's done eating, right? Everybody's full. They're stuffed. Apparently, it was amazing because uh, Dr. Hibbert is congratulating Marge on the meal. But, of course, Kirk Van Houten has nothing nice to say, right? He takes another stab at Luann, saying basically he hasn't had a meal that good since the Army. Yep, and again... People are unhappy he said that out loud. Mm -hmm. By the way, um, the food in the army is nothing to write home about. So he's either lying or he's been eating cardboard for years. <laughs> Something like that, right? Uh -huh. So they dig at each other a little more. Yep. And uh, Marge sees what's going on. So to break the tension, she kind of says, like, uh, how about we play a game, right? Mm -hmm. So we cut to the living room, and of course... We're going to be playing uh, Pictionary. Yep. Right. So the first up are the Flanders, mm -hmm. right? So Ned goes, ooh, that's a noodle scratcher. And then he begins to put a bunch of random dots on the little white, on the big-ass white paper, right? Yes, and Maude goes, <gasps> corn search. And Ned goes, oh, radio. They both laugh. It's like, it's good for keeping down the urges. I don't know how that works. I don't want to know how that works. And why would you need to keep down the urges if you're married? Exactly. And you have two kids. Yes, isn't that why you're married? <laughs> oh, my God. And so we cut to the next couple, and, of course, it's the Van Houtens, right? And Kirk is standing up there with some weird drawing, mm -hmm. and he's like, come on, Luann, you know what this is. And Luann's like, Kirk, I don't know what it is. And he's sighing. He's like, it couldn't be more simple. You want me to show the cat and have the cat tell you what it is? Because the, the cat's going to get it. Man, he's really mad at her. Mm -hmm. So Luann goes, I'm sorry, I'm not as smart as you, Kirk. We 
didn't all go to Gudger College. <laughs> By the way, I, I, I looked up Gudger College. It is not a legit college. <laughs> it is a Simpsons thing. And then that brought back the memory that, yeah, we will see, actually get to see Gudger College. That's Gudger true. College. We are going to see it. Yes. Okay. And we'll see Kirk back in his younger days. Oh, as well. God. Mm-hmm. Just as lame. And so the timer goes, ding, time's up. They didn't get it. And Kirk's upset. He's like, it's dignity. Ah, you don't even know dignity when you see it. And Luann goes, Kirk, you're spitting. He says, okay, genius. Why don't you draw dignity? And he gives her the pen, right? So she gets up, she grabs a pen, and she draws it. And everybody congratulates her on such a good drawing of dignity. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Dr. Hibbert even says, worthy of Webster's. So at this point, Kurt fights back, and Reverend Lovejoy steps in. He goes, now, Kurt, it's only a game. Sometimes we... And he says, ah, cram it, Churchy. Which is, <laughs> you know what, I got to say, that is one of Kirk's cooler lines in the whole series. Yes, cram it, Churchy. Yep. So Marge wants to cheer everyone up, but it's kind of a desperate situation. Oh, right? she tries to bring in uh, Lisa, Lisa, right? She calls Lisa in, Lisa... Why did you sing for everybody, right? And she comes in. Uh, she, what's she singing? Oh, you're a grand old flag. You're a high flying flag. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Kirk's like, oh, they got the kids singing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so bad. And so Kirk just says, why don't you tell them one of your little bedtime stories, huh? Like the one about how rotten it is to be married to a loser. Or how about the one about how I carry a change purse? Yeah, a purse. And Homer's like, shut up and let the woman talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. So then Luann gets him good. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay, Kirk, I'll tell a story. It's about a man whose father-in-law gave him a sweet job as, as a manager in a cracker factory. More boring. <laughs> and she keeps going. A man whose complete lack of business sense and managerial impotence. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he just heard the word impotence. Yeah, exactly. And Luann goes, sent the number one cracker factory in town into a tie for six with table time and allied biscuit. And Marge has a box of allied biscuit and she kind of hides it real quick, right? <laughs> and Kirk is ups- really upset. He's like, you want to hear a secret, everybody? Luann loves it, loves it when I fail. And Luann jumps in. Oh, yes, Kirk. I love having to borrow money from my sister. I love having to steal clothes from the church donation box. And Lovejoy's there like, oh, sweet Jesus. Which is not something that a preacher could say. Yes, because you should take the Lord's name in vain. It was crazy to hear Lovejoy go, sweet Uh Jesus. So Marge wants to... And, yeah, diffuse it, right? Yes, right. This is getting out of hand, right? She goes, this is when she says, Lisa, why don't you come sing for us? Yeah, we got a little ahead of ourselves there. Yeah, that's when Lisa comes in to try and bake up the... Break up the tension, and Kirk's like, yeah, whatever. And uh, Kirk kind of says, like, look what you did. You know, like, I hope you're happy now. Yep. But Luann is not happy. And she says, I haven't been happy for a long time. And I want a divorce. <gasps> Everybody gasps, right? Because she did this in front of a crowd. Uh-huh. And Kirk's like, I, a divorce? Sure, divorce. Hey, you got it, toots. And here's a picture even you can figure out. And so he draws a circle inside of a rectangle. He's like, it's a door. Use it. And we hear Homer, that's a door? <laughs> <laughs> Just to add insult to the injury, of course, right? Oh, man. While all this is happening, Bart and the kids 
Millhouse and all the other kids are upstairs playing kind of playing doctor. Yeah. Not that kind of doctor kids. Yeah, not that kind, all right? Like legit playing doctor. Uh, They're so, actually making fun of Dr. Hibbert. Yes. Yeah, so Bart tries to deepen his voice. He's like, hello, I'm Dr. Hibbert. I'm afraid I'm going to have to amputate your butts. And all the kids start laughing, right? And Milhouse is there. He's wearing the, the fur coat. Yeah, he's wearing the fur coat. He's like, all right, if you think you bust. <laughs> and this is when Luann comes in. Come on, Milhouse, we're going. And I was like, ah, can I come home later? <laughs> to which his mom answers, there's not going to be a home later. <laughs> that's, that's dark, That's man. dark, yes. And it was like, oh, okay. And then he goes back into Kirk. Ta-ta, I'm off to the beauty salon. <laughs> ah, Thrill House. So Homer starts saying goodbye to everybody as they're leaving. By the way, did you notice Milhouse walked out with a coat? Yes, he did. He <laughs> took off with the coat. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. And so uh, Homer, you know, he's saying goodbye to everybody. Thanks for coming. You know, appreciate it. All that kind of stuff. Right? And, and he says, well, I think that went pretty well. And we see outside Kurt going towards the car, and Luann just takes off and leaves him there. Mm-hmm. Right? So Kirk just turns around and he looks at Marge and at Homer and Marge is like, what? <laughs> oh uh, boy. That was the end of the first scene and things are already falling apart. Yes, especially for Kirk. Mm-hmm. And so later that night, Marge and Homer are in bed again. Um, Marge is very upset. Homer's not, right? Marge is like, I feel terrible. The Van Houten split up at our party. And Homer's like, Marge, please. That was 20 minutes ago. And so Marge's like, I shouldn't have served those North Korean fortune cookies. They were so insulting. <laughs> You're a coward. No one likes to hear that after a nice meal. Like, oh, my God, Marge. I, I'm willing to bet the only reason she bought these North Korean fortune cookies is because they were, like, half off or something. I doubt the North Koreans even have the materials to make fortune cookies at that point. So mm-hmm. Who knows, man? Yep. So Homer goes, you can't keep blaming yourself. Just blame yourself once and move on. I mean, he's got a point there. Yes, yes. All right, but Marge says that the real victim in this whole situation is going to be Milhouse, right? Yep. So the next day, we see Bart and Milhouse sitting together on the school bus, and uh, Milhouse doesn't look happy at all. And Nelson walks up to them, and uh, surprisingly, not to mock him, right? Mm -hmm. He goes... uh, he heard, hey, Milhouse, I heard your parents are getting divorced. Mm-hmm. And Milhouse goes, aren't you going to say, ah, ah? <laughs> and, and Nelson's like, oh, by no means, right? Because mm-hmm. he wanted to share the story of how his dad left his mom when she got hooked on cough drops. He's like, by the end, her breath was so fresh, she wasn't really my mother anymore. <laughs> and then... Kearney comes in uh-huh. to offer support, surprisingly, right? He's like, ah, oh, you'll do fine. My divorce was tough on my kid, but he got over it. And he sits back, and there's a little kid that looks just like Kearney, and he says, I sleep in a drawer. Because remember, Kearney's apparently a super old. Yes. We saw that in another episode, uh-huh. right? Like, so there you but go. somehow he's still in the third grade. Yep. So later, we're at the Van Houten house, and Luann, we can hear her singing to herself, as she is packing up what looks like Kirk's shirts. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and... Uh, Marge is there. Marge is there, right? And Marge goes, I must say, Luann, 
you're handling, you're handling this splendidly. But she changes her mind because once she gets all the shirts in the box, and it's very neat, by the yes. way, it's labeled. She packs she it up. She tapes it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then she douses it in lighter fluid and sets it on fire. And now, this is something only a woman would do. Why Why the hell would you set a box on fire inside the house? Yeah, you do that outside. Yes. Throw it in the fireplace. Uh-huh. But, but, like I said, Luann, Luann is a woman, and she is really, really upset. So sometimes logic goes out the door. Sorry, yeah. babe. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, it is true. Look, guys, there's nothing wrong if it's a really bad breakup. There's nothing wrong with getting rid of your ex's stuff, especially if you want to make a little ceremony out of it like that. Don't do it in the house. No, you do it outside in the driveway. Exactly. It yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you light the barbecue pit with it, and then you forget about it. Right? Yeah. That's what you do. So Luann goes, from now on, and forget everything you knew about Luann Van Houten. And Mark says, actually, I really don't know anything about you. <laughs> She's like, forget it. She's gone. Presto, change, oh, kaboom. Sweet Fanny Adams, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And so then we cut to Homer, who is visiting Kirk at his new apartment at the Casa Nova. Mm-hmm. That's a good play on words. Yes. This is where... Uh, the bachelor pad. Yes. Where uh, the guy that was hitting on Marge also lives. Yes, Jacques. So Kurt goes, single's life is great, Homer. I can do whatever I want. Today I drank a beer in the bathroom. <laughs> and Homer's like, the one down the hall? <laughs> He's like, yeah. And another great thing, you get your own bed. I sleep in a racing car, do you? Because <laughs> He's got a race car bed there. Uh-huh. And Homer says, I sleep in a big bed with my wife. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd rather sleep in a big bed with my wife than in a racing car every day. <laughs> yeah. And so there's a knock at the door, right? And there's a group of people, and there's a man who's like, hey there, Kurt. And Kurt gets all excited. Oh, boy, what's going on? Patio party? He says, no, a possum drowned in the pool. You have any garbage bags? Oh, <laughs> uh, he goes, ah, just throw it to the fence and let Arby's worry about it. <laughs> and he closes the door, right? Yeah. He goes, that's Jerry. He's a major player down at the sewing store. And Homer's like, oh, well, thanks for introducing me. Oh, my God. Why would Homer care about... Sewing, maybe he's never sewed anything in his life. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And so Kirk tells him, don't worry, Homer, you know me. I'm a superstar at the Cracker Factory. Next thing we know... Cut to the Cracker Factory. Yes, we're at the Cracker Factory, and the superstar is sitting in front of a desk, and he goes, you're letting me go? And the boss, and the boss tells him, Kirk, crackers are a family food. Happy families. Maybe single people eat crackers? We don't know. Frankly, we don't want to know. It's a market we can do without. So Kirk goes, so that's it? After 20 years, so long, good luck? And his boss says, I don't recall saying good luck. <laughs> like, man, that's to add bad. insult to injury. Yes. <clears throat> and so then we're going to cut back to the Van Houten home. Uh-huh. Just one man. Well, right? Luann's home. And Millhouse is, I guess, you know, in the 90s, the typical divorced kid behavior. He is acting out. Yes, doing whatever the hell he wants. Right, so he's actually driving a little miniature uh, car. It's actually a miniature uh, Mercedes S-Class, mm-hmm. right? They won't say that, but yeah, that's what no. it is. And he's hauling ass around the house, making noises. And the winner of the Millhouse 500 is Millhouse. Of and course. He's he knocking was, stuff yeah, over. He's yeah. tearing the house up by dri- driving that car inside, right? And we hear his mom from the other room. Millhouse, are you sure you want to drive that inside? Yes. 
goes, okay, be careful, sweet, sweet treasure. Oh, God. Of course, the, why is she doing this? Because she wants to get him on her side. Mm-hmm. And so just then, we hear a ring at the doorbell, and it's Luann's new boyfriend, Chase. Full-time stuntman, and of course, part-time American gladiator. Right, and Bart recognized him. He's supposed he's supposed to be. Uh, I think it actually is. Uh-huh. It's Turbo. Yes, the guy that was Turbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I just saw. There's actually a couple documentaries out about that show right now. Mm-hmm. I think one's on Netflix and one's on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And uh, they talked to that guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I was on top of the world." And they even show like that part, like I was in The Simpsons. You know, he hit the big time. He hit the big time, man. Mm-hmm. And so he tells Bart, "Yeah, I'm that guy. You know, here, check it out. Smash this chair over me and watch me take it." So he does so, and he was. Bart was really impressed, and mm-hmm. nothing happened to Chase. Yep. And so they get into uh, his car, which is, if those of you that are familiar with the show, is the ball that yep. they would roll around in, which is really cool. That and was a they, nice touch. And they drive off on their date in that little <laughs> contraption, right? Mm-hmm. So then... We get into meme territory yes. here, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we see Homer in the bath. Enjoying and, himself. Yes. And in the background, we see... Bart with a chair, mm-hmm. and he's getting ready to crack Homer with it, and he does so. Right, and Homer, ah, what the hell is wrong with you? Bart's like, gee, sorry. It's a pretty standard stunt, Homer. Yeah. But his dad is not a stunt man, so. <laughs> yep, I love that meme. Yes. It's always like, what is it, like me enjoying my weekend, and then. Something is coming right yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah, like something's coming at you. The bills are coming at you. Oh, somewhere. man. So Marge calls up to remind them that, uh, calls up to uh, remind Homer, right, mm-hmm. that they're going to go see Spalding, Spalding Gray with Luann and Chase. But Homer says, uh, do, like, do I have to go? Do I have to go? He says, uh, Marge says, you said you'd do it for me as a favor. And Homer says, that doesn't sound like something I'd say. <laughs> So Marge goes, fine, I'll go without you. Okay, love you. <laughs> Guys, no. Yeah. Don't be like Homer there. You will be in trouble forever. Yeah, we'll see if uh, she, well, not forever if they leave you. Yeah, that's true. That will come back, guys. Mm-hmm. Women keep receipts. Yes, they do. <laughs> Trust Sorry, me, babe. they do. <laughs> All right, so what, where do we see Homer going? We see him going to Moe's Tavern. Not with Marge, but he goes down to Moe's Tavern and we see Kirk with a woman that looks uh, rather... Promiscuous, I would yes. say. Uh-huh. And apparently her name is Starla. And uh, she works as a receptionist at KZOG, 5.30 a.m. radio. Mm-hmm. Right? And, she, and Kirk says, she's going to help me start my singing career. Oh, God, yeah. Uh-huh. And so just then she like kind of, she ignores Homer, but she turns to Craig and she's like, hey, hey, lover, can I have the keys to the car? I feel like changing wigs. So uh, Kirk just hands him the keys, right? And this is when he explains that she's going to help him with his singing career. Mm-hmm. And just when he's saying that, we hear the tire squealing and the car driving off. Mm-hmm. So both... Kirk and Homer run outside just to see Starla tossing out Kirk's demo tape yes. before she drives away. And he's upset. He's like, oh, no, my demo tape. And Homer picks it up. And he and laughs at it. It's a picture of Kirk. And it says, can I borrow a feeling? He's like, 
He starts laughing. Can I borrow a feeling? That's your picture on the front. He's just going off right now on Kirk. Yeah, so Kirk goes, go ahead, Homer. Laugh at me. I already did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is when Kirk tells Homer that uh, he has a lot to blame for his current situation. Right? Mm -hmm. He says that he never saw it coming. He says, one day your wife is making you your favorite meal. The next day, you're thawing out a hot dog in a gas station sink. Mm-hmm. Homer's like, oh, that's tough, pal. But it's never going to happen to me. Uh, he goes, well, how do you know? What makes you so special? <laughs> says, Homer says, because Marge and I have one thing that can never be broken. Strong marriage built on a solid foundation of routine. Again, guys, routine can be okay. But uh, women tend to get bored. Yeah, don't do that. So later that day, we see Homer going home finally, but everything's dark. So he walks in, he's calling out to Marge, like, Marge, I'm home. Where are you? Are you okay? I don't smell dinner. And then he finds a note and he reads it out loud. Dear Homer, aw, sorry you didn't want to join me tonight. I left you hot dogs for dinner. They're thawing in the sink. And we were like, dun, dun, dun. It like zooms into the sink and you see the hot dogs in there, right? And we see Homer staring at him. Ah! He freaks out. <laughs> yes, because what Kirk just said happened to him has just happened to Homer, right? Mm-hmm. So then we see Homer just sitting on the, ki- on the kitchen floor, dipping the, the hot dogs. They're not even hot dogs. They're just the wieners, right? Mm-hmm. He's dipping them into the jar of mustard and eating them like that. Cold, too. Yes. So Lisa goes and he, oh, she opens the refrigerator. She's like, you know, there are buns in the cabinet. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, Homer's like, wait, I need your help. He's like, okay, I know you're only eight years old. And I don't want to put a lot of pressure on you, but you've got to save my marriage. He's like, <laughs> oh, okay, can I stay up? Homer thinks, all right. <laughs> so then Homer tells Lisa he's worried that Marge might be thinking about leaving him, right? So Lisa goes, you've done a lot of crazy things over the years. And she stood by you. Why would she leave now? And Homer says, because there's lots of stuff she doesn't know about. (laughs) And Lisa goes, you mean like your poker shack out in the swamp? Uh Uh-huh. And Lisa goes, she knows. Uh, (laughs) Guys, they know. Yes. You think you're being slick, but you're not. Mm Mm-hmm. And so (laughs) Homer, you know, well, actually, at the end of that scene, right, uh, Lisa kind of tells him the truth about what's going on. Yes. And I love it because then he says, that's it. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot about his promise. Of yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we see Homer complaining about how his relationship with Marge started off on the wrong foot. And then we kind of get a flashback to Marge and Homer's getting getting married at near the state line. Right. Uh, it was basically... Looked like a something out of Vegas, right? Yeah. Uh, he's like, Actually, not even that nice. No, it wasn't even that nice, but you could tell it was like in a gambling establishment. Because yeah. at the end of the wedding, she gives each each of them ten book ten dollars worth of chips <laughs> so they can play. All right. And so Holt, we, this is still in the flashback, and Homer's talking to Marge like, "See, you don't need to spend a lot of money to have a first class wedding reception, right?" And he and he opens this box, and there's a wedding cake in there, shaped like a whale. And it says, to a whale of a wife. And, of course, Marge is heavily pregnant. 
And uh, guys, in case you didn't know, women that are heavily pregnant do not like being called whales. Yes. They might call themselves one, and you're supposed to... No, honey, no, you're no, beautiful. No, you look beautiful. Exactly. Yes, yes. No. no. Rookie mistake. Yes. So Marge sighs and goes, it's getting less and less likely, but you're going to yell surprise and have all my friends jump out. But as she's saying that, we see a Levi's truck driving by. Yeah, and Homer's like, Levi's? Hey, you think that truck is full of jeans? Like, just not paying attention Completely to her. Completely ignoring Marge. Yep. So then we come back to the present. And Lisa goes, you're, a very, you're very lucky to have mom. And she just walks away from home. And that's when Homer gets mad. He's like, that's your advice? Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, of course, Lisa is completely right in this. I mean, Homer is beyond lucky to have Marge, as we've seen through this entire series so far. Yeah. But, oh, well. Right? So, the next morning, he sort of, Homer greets his wife while she's still asleep. Mm-hmm. And she go, he goes, you know, Marge, I was thinking about how much I enjoy your interest. So I wandered over to that theater you went to last night, and I bought tickets to their entire season. Look, mostly madrigals. And he's pretending to be excited, like, yeah, that must be good. Ooh, an evening with Philip Glass. Just an evening? And then voices of the elderly poor. Mmm. <laughs> And now, I gotta say, an evening with Philip Glass doesn't sound too bad. Philip Glass is actually a pretty cool composer. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. The only madrigals I know are from the Encanto. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so Marge is still half asleep, right? She's like, oh, homie, I appreciate this, but I'd really like to get some sleep. And he goes, oh, of course, my sweet. <laughs> I'll just make some soothing ocean sounds for you. And he goes, then we see here a little foghorn in the distance. Ooh, ooh. And then he goes ah! Ah! <laughs> to simulate the uh, seagull. Yep. Yeah. And uh, of course, Marge gets upset. Mm-hmm. And then ooh, ooh. and then we hear R matey. Oh God! <laughs> Sounds of the ocean, right? Uh-huh. And so, uh, you know, so Marge is up now. Cut to that. Homer's following Marge. To the hairstylist, right? The perm bank. Yeah. Oh my God. Very, very that was a good one, man. That was a slippery slope. That like was that. a good. Oh, that was risky. And he's like snipping at her bouffant, right? And so Marge's like, "What are you doing, right?" Like she sends him away. Uh-huh. Because she doesn't want Homer messing up her, her hair. hair, right? Yes. So Homer decides that a few a few clumsy gestures aren't gonna make up for ten years of neglect, and that Marge. Deserves a fresh, a fresh start. Next thing we know, we're in City Hall, and Homer walks up to window and goes, "I'd like to file for divorce." And the clerk, these things happen. Eight dollars, and she stamps the paper right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the next thing you know, we hear Marge and the kids returning home from the dentist, and Marge goes, "Only three cavities, Bart. Your best checkup ever. I'm gonna make my specialty." Butterscotch chicken. Oh, my God. And I did Google this, guys. Uh, it is a thing. Is it? It is a thing. It's not just a thing they made up, but it is a thing. Hmm. Uh, would I ever try that? No, I would not. I like butterscotch, and I like chicken, but I don't know if I'd like those two together, man. No. I don't know, man. No, no. <laughs> no thanks. Mm-hmm. And so uh, from the other room, 
Homer calls Marge to talk with him, right? He's like, and he's serious in here. Marge, can you come in here? We need to talk. So she goes over, and she's, Marge sees all of her friends and relatives jump out and yell, surprise! Yes, even Mrs. Bouvier is there, right? Mm-hmm. Grandma. Yep. <laughs> and Homer goes, Marge, will you marry me? Marge is like, why? Am I pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, if you know the series, that is such a good joke. Because that's the reason. That's the reason got, they got married, right, uh-huh. in the first place. And of course, I love the montage of Homer every time she's pregnant, losing ah! more hair, uh-huh. <laughs> pulls out more of his hair. So Homer explains, "It's a second wedding, honey. Our first one was so crummy. I had to make it up to you. I really love you." And Marge is like, "Oh, homie, I know you love me. We don't need to get married again." And Homer's like, "Yes, we do. I got us a divorce just this afternoon." <laughs> she's like, "What?" I didn't want a hokey second wedding like those ones on TV. So it's a legit wedding, right? Yep. And so Homer keeps going, you know, that he doesn't want their, you know, that he doesn't want to end up like the Van Hounds, right? He's very honest with Marge. I don't want that to happen to us. And Marge is like, it never will. Mm-hmm. And so Lovejoy is there, of course, right? And he starts going to officiate the wedding. Yeah, he's like, dearly beloved. And Homer goes, wait, I'd like to enjoy one last chance of single life, right? So what does he do? He scratches his ass and he burps really loudly. He goes, okay, ready. That's a great scene. Mm-hmm. That is very cool. Yes. If I had the, man, I would love to do that at my wedding. <laughs> you, you know, somebody tells me if you do that, though. She's going to be very upset. Yes, yes, she will be. I don't know, she might laugh, to be honest with you, but I don't know, the wedding changes everything. Yes, it does. Right? And so Reverend Lovejoy comes out and is like, I will now read the special vows which Homer has prepared for the occasion. All right? He says, do you, Marge, take Homer in richness and in poorness, poorness is underlined, in impotence and in potence, <laughs> in quiet solitude or blasting across the alkali flats in a jet-powered monkey-navigated. And he starts looking at the cards he's like, and it goes on like this. Yes. <laughs> now, I, I got to give it to Homer. If he wrote that, that's a nice play on words for somebody who's pretty stupid. Yes. Right. <laughs> so at this point, Homer just jumps in. He goes, it doesn't matter, right? Because mm-hmm. I love you, Marge. And she asks, will you marry me? And Marge says that she will. Right. So Homer takes off her wedding ring. He struggles. It, right? And then he struggles to put it back on in. He's like, come on, you stupid. And it, and it finally goes in. Right. And Lovejoy pronounces them man and wife. Yep. And so we cut to the reception, which is there at the house also, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a jazz band there. And the singer goes, hey, anybody like the Doobie Brothers? Because we got one of them. And they have the <laughs> sax player there jamming out, right? Um, and... Uh, Kirk, yes. She uses as his opportunity, right, to sing his love song to Luann. So Kirk busts into, can I borrow a feeling? Kirk sucks, guys. Yes. <laughs> Is it uh, something about a jar of love and hold my hand with your glove of love? <laughs> and, uh, yes, uh, El Rey is right. I think he sings even worse than Marge. Yes, he does. He's even worse than Marge. So then he goes, how about it, Luann? Will you marry me again? And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> he goes, ah, oh, well, uh, can I at least have my shirts back? And then Chase is there, right? He jumps in, okay, you heard the lady. Why don't you take it outside, all right? And he goes, uh, I'll be back. 
and the door closes, pro probably. <laughs> right, and we end the episode there. And they start playing Can I Borrow a Feeling? Yeah, they do. <laughs> an instrumental of that song. Uh, and we end the episode this way. I have to tell you, for some reason, every time I watch this episode, it feels so short. It is, right? Like, it, it does. It just goes quickly. Yeah, it does. It just, I, I like it so much. We're like, what happened? I need more. Mm -hmm. But for, I don't know. For some reason, after the second act and the third, the third act is just, wham! It just flies by, doesn't it? Just it just goes by real, so quickly. Yeah. It, it's amazing how much they cram into this episode. It yeah. really is. Like, uh -huh. So, uh, what would you give this episode on, on a rating of one to five Donuts. It's another fiver in season eight. Um, this one's in the, you know, very important in the lore. Mm -hmm. um, I would say it's in my top fifteen for sure. Maybe even possibly my top ten mm -hmm. on a on a on a good day. But it's up there. It, it's it's one of those. Uh, this is definitely in my top twenty. It might sneak into the top ten, mm -hmm. but it's definitely in the top twenty. Uh, what's not to love about this? I mean. The Van Houtens are getting divorced. Mm -hmm. That might not be pleasant. But what Millhouse does is so, so funny. Yeah. Because, you know, this happened in the 90s. Yeah. Parents would just let their kids grow wild so they could be the favorite parent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. Mm -hmm. And and even the, the whole build-up to it is great. The whole build-up to the dinner party is just fantastic. Right, the whole situation, how they're eating at home, and Marge doesn't, you know, doesn't want to do that anymore. Why are you in your underwear? Yeah. Which, I can't blame Bart. He's, what, 10 years old, something yeah. like that? I mean, come on, man. You get home after school when you're that young. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I did as a kid. Uh, you know? <laughs> there you go. Were you walking around in your tidy whities too? Yes. Actually, no, I didn't have tidy whities. Okay, good. Maybe good. They, were, they were like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing. I mean, even today, like, why do people still wear tiny whiteies? Mm -hmm. It just looks so. Odd. Like, well, I mean, I've always thought of it like they don't make tires white because yeah. <laughs> the road is black. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Live and learn. Uh, the auto joke is just that's up there and one of the best of all time. That as far is as the series. false advertising. Oh, the Stoner's Pot Palace. So good. Yeah. So good. There's just so many epic things that happen in this episode. Mm -hmm. And again, like just like all the great episodes, the character incorporation, the way, the way they get everyone into the episode with the dinner party and then the wedding at the end and, mm -hmm. you know, all of that stuff. It's just, it's fantastic, man. The only thing I don't like about this episode is it doesn't seem like it's a standard length of an episode. It just feels yeah, short. For and it totally reason. is. It totally is. It's like 21 minutes, you know, Standard. Yes, yeah, same as every other episode, but for some reason, this one just flies by. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so much going on. Yeah, that might be it. Because you got all the stuff going on with the Van Houtens, and then you got the stuff going on with Homer and Marge, and it's like, it's just a lot. Yeah. Uh, but again, season eight has not disappointed. Not at all. Not even a little bit so far. Yes, and next week is another epic episode. Yes, it is. Um, so, would you like to mention anything before we sign off? Because it's almost time for us to get back to work. Yeah, it is. Uh, no, nothing much. I mean, again, I, I would say 
I wouldn't say that this is one of those episodes that you get someone into The Simpsons with. I would say it is one of those when you actually get someone in, into The Simpsons that this is good for giving them a lot of the lore, a lot of the background with the Van Helms. Yeah, the backstory yeah. of what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, if you jump in later on, they're not together. Yeah. You won't know why. Mm-hmm. So you have to watch this to, fit, to see how their marriage fell apart at the Simpsons dinner party. Yeah, and without giving too much away, like, this is an episode where, I mean, if you keep watching the series, Milhouse's character changes after this episode yep. as a result of the divorce and everything going on. Yes, it does. Um, so, would you like to mention anything else before we sign off and get back to uh, work here? Nope, I'm good. Um, thanks, everybody, that's listening. Yep. Right, you know. Uh, that always helps. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much back in the groove of work, full swing. We're good. Uh, don't forget to follow our official show Instagram. It's official underscore homers underscore donuts. Uh, we post original memes on there. If you guys can think of any way we can make the show better for you, drop us a line on there, and we will probably incorporate your suggestion into our show. Um, so if you don't have anything else to say, El Rey, uh, our war sucker.